It's the Sass Pod. All three of us back. Good to have you back, Brando. Oh, good to be back. I missed you all. Now we can do six-man tags again. <laughs> That's right. The best of the tags. Brandon will give you the hot tag at the end. You get the, you hit your finishers. You get the pin. Your music plays. It's We're a, a faction instead of a tag team. Yeah, that's yeah. You're right. We're coming for you. <laughs> how are you, boys? Good. How are you? Doing great. How was the show last week? Sands, Brando. It, it was quick. It was, yeah, yeah. It was I'm a I'm quick. big Gabby. We were under an hour last week, I think, or ju- right at an hour, I think. I actually listened to the show. Maybe that's why. Maybe I saw it was finally. Not a big marathon. I was like, I could probably have <laughs> it. This is manageable. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, well, we did not bad by ourselves, though. Yeah. Scotty are... sounded sober. <laughs> no, I was super sober that <laughs> week. He still had his moments, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't I always? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the glue that holds us together, Brando. So don't ever leave us again. That's too much pressure. <laughs> Good old sober Brando. I did nothing in the past week. I played a lot of video games. I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about anything specific? Got another tattoo. Yeah, that's right. You did. Um, I got a xenomorph. Yeah, from Alien. Yeah, not Predator, as I referred to. That was earlier. so funny. Because <laughs> I thought you were talking about my tattoo, and then yeah. turns out you're talking about Brando's playing Alien Isolation. And I was yeah. Like, no Alien. You're like, oh, you got the game too. I was like, no, I have a xenomorph on my arm. <laughs> and you showed it. I was like, oh, is that permanent? That was my first question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great reaction. My parents were really cool about it, and I thought they weren't going to be. Yeah. Warren's. Standing firm on temporary tattoos. <laughs> you never know. I mean, kids these days and their temporary tattoos. Nope. Keeping them for life. Good. All right. There you go. That's what happened in the past week. Someone Scotty got, got a, a tattoo. tattoo. Yep. Great. Let's talk about some. Actually, let's, you got the news? I have some news. I see. I almost <laughs> skipped it because <laughs> we didn't really do it last week. Oh, you guys did a magnificent <laughs> job. News on the fly. <laughs> what do you got, Brando? Uh, okay, so you guys started with and finished with uh, Justin Roberts not being uh, his contract not being renewed. Mm. Apparently, he's told TMZ he plans on releasing a book now. Oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I buy it. Me too. It's a different look than we have gotten yeah, in the past for books. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Ox Baker passed away mm-hmm. at the age of eighty. That's way out of my wheelhouse, and yeah, probably too. way out of both of your wheelhouse. I know he's like a super old school wrestler. I've only seen a handful of matches. He's famous for the heart punch, though. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and causing riots. Yeah. Causing You causing tweeted riots? that one, right? Yeah. On our Sapod Twitter, uh, I tweeted one of the ones from the riot in like 76. Hmm. Pretty crazy. Check that out at Sapod. Uh, competed in the WWWF. That's mm-hmm. three W's. Three? Much yep. like the internet. Yes. Uh, and apparently had uh, feuds with Dusty Rhodes, Hulk Hogan. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, here's more news. PW Insider says mutual interest. You guys talked about this last week too. Mutual interest between the Dudley Boys and WWE in Ooh. a comeback. Interesting. So I'm going to say probably going to Japan first. Yeah. Because they called they up did the Bullet, Bullet, Bullet Club thing. Club, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's PW Insider. Never wrong. Good. Ever, ever. <laughs> Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Stone Cold watch this week. Uh, he came out on a show. He said chances are slim to none, so he's flopped back the other way now. He's just fucking with us I at know. this point. It's just he's playing a game with us, a very good game and cruel, I will say. And uh, I'm gonna need Scotty's help on this one because I have no idea who this is. Uha uh, Nation. Fuck yeah, Uha Nation. <laughs> uh, he's apparently was this past week part of a week long tryout at the Performance Center. So. Really? Yeah. He's fucking nuts. He is a like he's just a beast. He can, he's a black guy who can do like a standing like star 
uh, fuck, Star Press. Uh, he, he can do Star Press, yeah. Thank you. There you uh, go. He can do a 450 <laughs> as well. He's fucking nuts, but he's also jacked to the gills. Cool. And he's only been wrestling for like two or three years. And uh, on more Performance Center news, uh, Adam Pierce, you guys know yep. him? Yep. Scrap he's, Daddy. Uh, since Eugene Dinsmore got dice, he's been a guest helper. Three guest times. Guest trainer three times, and now there's a lot of speculation that he may be coming on full time. So. He's friends with Colt Cabana and Punk. There you go. That's all I got. All right. Let me rattle through that. TNA's reported or supposedly close to a TV deal, but I'll believe that when I see it. Ooh. They gave themselves, I think, until Friday this week. They said 10 days, TV announcement in 10 days. So, Who do you pick if you had to pick a channel? Oh, geez, I don't know. It could be on anything. Go I Fight mean, Network. I, I, if you're if you're TNA, you'd pretty much want to take anything that's offered. Yeah, I don't think TNA cares at this point. Yeah, so it could be. What's lower than Spike though? I don't want to say lower, but yeah. what is more fitting for that? Yeah, program what than like Spike? What, what network would really take on like pro wrestling nowadays? Because like the ones that sign Ring of Honor to the small regional deals, yeah, it's all like Fox. It's all yeah. like Fox yeah. cable. Like you get it with your basic shit. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there, but NBC. <laughs> no, NBC Maybe. is WWE. Primetime. <laughs> Thursdays yeah. on NBC. Well, I mean, whoever does it, there's going to be changes to that company because MTV. I would assume that whoever signs them to a T or if they even get a TV deal, it's not going to be the amount of money that they had with Spike, so they're going to have to make some pretty severe cuts. So, And what else do you cut if you're them? A lot of talent, I would assume. Yeah, but like they're already like their good talent is probably their expensive talent. Yeah, that's the thing is that yeah you're you're gonna have to cut your Jeff Hardy your you're gonna build this card around like five dudes. Yeah, like we're building around the wolves because we know they go for indie prices. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. It's again more than the amount that I thought we would talk about TNA in this podcast. So good for them hanging in there by a string. (laughs) I hope we get another TNA question. We'll see at the end of the show. There is one in there. I haven't read it yet. Ric Flair. Oh, from Rick. Nice. All right, let's talk about uh, what? Sorry. He asked a TNA question last time. Did he? Yeah, well, Dudley Boys, because he said the Hall of Fame thing. That's right. So he does not talk about TNA this week. I can confirm that. Don't spoil it. Leave it (laughs) till the end. All right, let's talk about Monday Night Raw from the Sprint Center in Kansas City, home of the Royals, who, in case you didn't watch this show, are in the Major League Baseball playoffs. They're getting bodied 5 nothing. Wow, the World Top Series, of the six. more specifically. Yeah, they're yeah. losing right to now. To pull back the curtain on when we record this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and this would be mentioned several times throughout this show, that this team is in the World Series. There's a running theme mind. of the night. Uh, we start the show with Triple H, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, and Kane, the authority. Authority. They head to the ring. Uh, with the Hell in a Cell cage hanging over it, and that would stay there the whole night. Never... Well, what are they going to do, take it down? Why is it there in the first place, though? They well, never they, used to do they that. They needed it at the end of the night. Yeah, but that's the thing is that, like, I don't know. Because wrestling's not school. real, and they needed the cage at the <laughs> end of the night. How long uh, do you think it would take them to build that on the fly? They've done that before, but that was a cage, not a cell. Yeah, I that's, feel like that's just a... strapping a couple sides up. Like there, you got to be like, okay, make sure the roof is good. It'd be a while. He could like you could use it as like a hype thing. It's like guys, guess what? It's like when they put like ladders and shit around them the Monday before yeah. Money in the Bank or something. I guess. I don't know. It's just the old school fan in me was always 
like the allure of the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I've I was never like, really seeing never it on see TV, it. but I yeah, guess it's kind of like you're giving it away so for free almost. Yeah, like we had like eighty Hell in a Cell. We've seen a lot now, of it, yeah. So I guess we're desensitized to the sheer awe that is that structure. It's big. It's. Large. I feel like it might be bigger. I kind of wanted the same thing too. But I don't know how you could really make it bigger. I guess maybe take out a row on each side and just kind of spread things out. Is that, yeah, I just thought they might have. It did look bigger. Yeah. I thought the same thing. But anyways. Uh, Triple H is, uh, okay, so they're having a three-on-two handicap match tonight against John Cena and Dean Ambrose. He also talks about the two Hell in a Cell matches at the pay-per-view on Sunday as the end of Ambrose versus Rollins and Cena versus Orton. Rollins starts to talk. The fans give him a... Pretty solid you sold out chant. He says he's always liked the name Mr. Money in the Bank, but he wants to test out the new name, Undisputed Future of the WWE. It's a little wordy. It is very <laughs> yeah. wordy. It's mouthful. It's, it's cool, I guess, but yeah, it's uh, too much. Yeah. Mr. Money in the Bank has at least a good ring to it, whereas Undisputed Future of the WWE, not so much in my opinion, but hey. He gets to pick his own nickname, so his his choice. Are we so we think we're sticking with that? No, I don't think that's going to stick. Uh, he says Ambrose has no future. Orton grabs the mic, says he and Cena will put on the real main event in which Orton will end the decade-long rivalry. Heard that before. I feel bad for Randy Orton <laughs> trying to sell people on this. I know, I know. I was like, oh, Randy's just, well, he's got to convince people that this isn't something we've seen a billion times. The thing about the match is that it, it, match-wise, it won't be bad. Yeah, because they're, they're both good workers. Good chemistry. Yeah, high work rate. But it's just the fact that we've seen it so much that yep. they're going to have to work extra hard to not get the crowd to completely turn on them. Because I think this match has to be before... Like, I think Rollins and Ambrose needs to be the last match on that card. Right. But you also need a buffer, so it's going to be earlier in the— Because like, you need a match in between. I don't think you can go two cells back That'll to back. That'll probably be the Divas. Right. Yeah. But, or uh, you start off with a cell. No, you do the Bella and the Cella yeah, in between. That's the thing. You just leave the cell down for the— Bella and the Cella. Why not? Um— yeah, I think Randy Orton and Cena are going to come to play on Sunday because yeah. I think they both know the way the wind's been blowing and that everyone thinks Ambrose and Rollins is going to be the match to see, and I don't think they're going to want to be upstaged. Uh, they have Up-caged. a lot more on the line in their match, apparently. Yeah. Because Triple H just <laughs> out of nowhere says that the winner of Cena versus Orton will receive an opportunity to face Brock Lesnar for the World Heavyweight Championship. I wish they had done something between these two matches to decide which one of those matches would be got the, that yeah stick. sure because that would have been totally fine like it makes more sense to have the Cena Orton one yeah because that match literally had no reason to happen other than this now yeah but it would have been cool I was thinking when they announced it I was like would have been cool if they did uh like Cena and Orton, Orton on a tag team versus the other two and the right. winner their match was for mm-hmm. was for the for the title shot so yeah, because it just looks so silly when that he just Cena lost. One. Yeah, it, the match last week, the, where he wanted to face Rollins, and now all of a sudden he's in a better situation than Ambrose is. Right, it is dumb. Doesn't yeah, make Ambrose a lot of like sense. I shouldn't have pulled that contract down. Yeah, oh, could have been. I could have been fighting for a chance at Lesnar. Like, forget Seth Rollins. I have. I could have had a shot at the title. And they don't. Why was I not informed? They don't even. 
take a shot at justifying it. No, nope. like, that's no, no. Sometimes they just, they'll throw in like a little one liner, like just present it and yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. Is essentially there. They're like, just so you guys know, this one's gonna be for the title shot. This one isn't. Carry on. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's your your start to raw. That makes that match more interesting. It does, right? You, yeah. It gives it something because you gotta I think, think. You gotta think Orton is gonna win that match, I don't right? Know. I think this you is think sure it's shot Cena? at Cena. Just because they've been teasing so much with Orton and and Rollins that I think that's the next the next program for both those guys because you can't do Rollins and Ambrose again. We've seen that too much. The hell Hell in a Cell should be the it's a good place to the peak, the climax of that feud, and then uh, maybe Orton comes out and screws him or something after he because he gets pissed after he loses to Cena. Orton comes out and screws Rollins somehow. Sure, I don't know. I'm just thinking. It doesn't make sense to repeat those feuds. Because, like, at at this point, we're all assuming that Orton's going to win and face Brock. And it's weird that I want that program. I'm not at all. Yeah. Really? It makes no sense. You got a heel against a heel? No, I mean, if they go. I think Orton's going to turn face. Yeah, if they go the other way. I think Orton's turning fucking face on Sunday. How do you turn face after you beat Cena? Well, you got him turning face against Orton. You have half the audience that hates Cena. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're turning him again, but still over Cena. Uh, I think you have a better chance turning face by beating Cena than most faces. Mm. I don't know. I just if don't it's see like him this is the jump. feud ender and he wins, it'll totally be a thing where like the audience is like he beat Cena, he's the man. It's like I'm trying to think of a good analogy where it's like he was a heel, like Austin Aries. He just won a bunch, even though he was a heel dick promo all the time. He won, and then that's why everyone liked him. It was like, oh, that's why we like him is because it's all the in-ring. And he was a face based off that because yeah. he would beat the big names. I just look at the kind of reaction Lesnar got by beating the shit out of Cena. You think Orton could get a similar thing? I don't know. Maybe In not. <laughs> Austin, Texas? Maybe. I don't know. I, the, I thing just... is, the thing is, is, either way, they got to flip Orton, right? Like, Depending on either of our ideas... Yes. Unless you're flipping Rollins. But the, the only problem with that is that then there's just serious lack of heels. What if Orton's an anti-hero in this? That where he's just like. I think what they. I, I think that there's more to be gained from Orton as a face at this point, as much as it does kind of leave you short on a heel. I think we're short on everything right I now, though. I think we're fine face-wise. I guess. Because you got Lesnar, who's essentially your number one heel. Yep. Orton is your number two, so if he's gone. I think Seth Rollins, Rollins is your number two. Yeah, now. Corporate Kane. He's number three. Exactly. Kane would be your third top heel in oh, that you got situation. Triple H. <laughs> He's not going to wrestle, though, anytime. That's the problem. I think Triple H might wrestle before Miz WrestleMania. Miz is a heel. Yeah, he might even be your fifth. So that <laughs> That's says, depressing. That says a lot. But. Cesaro is probably number four then. But what are, you really doing with, what are you really doing with your faces? You got Cena, Ambrose. Yep. Ziggler. And then you're down to Sheamus, probably. Yeah, and Sheamus. Sheamus would be up there, yeah. Yeah. Ziggler, and then maybe Sheamus. Ziggler. So you're falling off real quick on mm-hmm. that side, too. Yeah. Usos, if you look at the tag team division part. I then, think there's a lot to be gained from Orton and this whole Vine fame that he's kind of stumbled upon. Yeah. Where if they could just have him literally do that, where he, random segment backstage and he just walks in and RKO's some dude randomly. I really don't off. want them to do that. I think it would be pretty entertaining, though, if that's thought- was his gimmick where he just fucking RKO'd. Everyone. I think it would just reek of the whole WWE Fandango 
thing where they're just it, yeah. like, oh, something's happening. Let's let's just take it and drive it into the ground. The True. best was before Monday Night Raw started. Like so much of the internet was just like, all right, let's see how they handle this vines thing. They can either hilariously have Randy Orton RKO everybody, or they can ruin it like they always do. And like a lot of times, it's like, it's like oh, the fans are this. We can easily mm-hmm. hatch a wagon onto this, and then it doesn't work, or it fizzles. The, the only reason that I kind of want to see that is that I'm just not a fan of Orton as a face. He's just too generic for me, at least as a heel. You have the whole snake thing and the viper and the voices, but I, just him as a face, I've never really bought into it. I like Orton as a face strictly because I think he needs to talk less when he's a face. True. I just want I, When Randy Orton talks... I cringe as soon as he opens yeah. his mouth. I was like, this is going to be a train wreck. He opens himself for John Cena to just tear him apart in the promo skill. Definitely. I agree with I that. I think he should have a fucking mouthpiece. Whether he's a heel or a face, he should have a mouthpiece. Whether it's think... Triple H who does all his talking for him. Yeah, but I don't think you can... Like, Triple H isn't going to be a face. I don't think you can do... No. Fa- faces with mouthpiece don't work very well anymore. It's it's a lot tougher to do, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see where that goes. I think I think we are gonna. They've been teasing that that turn for a good two three weeks, or even since the last pay per view. So, and I don't think it's gonna be Rollins. I think they really like what's happening with Rollins. Yeah, no, the crowd is super on board with him being a sellout. Plus, the whole cash in tends to work better for heels. Absolutely. So when that happens, face cash ins don't really work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We get our first match of the night. Six man tag. Yep, that's right. uh, Golden Stardust. They get to team up with Damian Mizdow. Well, it's Miz originally, and then yeah, Miz. We just talked about this two weeks ago. We're like, are you allowed to just like like not wrestle in a match yeah. until the other guy do it? And That's we're like, what I thought, and we were all like, no, you can't. That's got to be where the line is. <laughs> it's like, well, if he's your stunt double, why isn't he taking these bumps for you? Yeah, but uh, yeah, apparently the, they the can do ref that. Let it fly. He did. Uh, they were taking on the team of Sheamus and the Usos. I thought it was so funny how Miz was like, wait, wait, steps down there, and get in there. Yeah, what? Get in there. This is an opportunity for you. Like, basically, when as soon as I see Miz or Mizdow come out, to, or especially when they come out together, I'm like, all right, how will Mizdow steal the show this week? Because it's like, exactly, yeah. this is going to be the third or fourth week in a row where he's been like the focal huge, point. Of a yeah, segment. focal point. That's the yeah. exact word I wanted to use. Where he's just like, the whole time you're really just like, eh, I'm kind of watching this match. But what's he doing in the back over there? Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I thought this was a good match. It wasn't bad. Um, Stardust did a move, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, called the Falling Star mm. that I have never seen him do before, no. and it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's the essentially Adam back. Rose yeah. doing his fallback off the ropes. Jeff Hardy was doing that when he was working as his Willow character. Oh, really? A good couple of months ago, and it is terrifying. It's a dumb move. There's a lot of potential for disaster with yeah, that Yeah, but I also think it just looks stupid. It does like, kind of look silly. Like a guy you know, <laughs> yeah. and you've seen do crazy aerial maneuvers, yeah, and all of a sudden he's just jumping up <laughs> and falling backwards. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. He saves it later and does like a cool springboard kick. Yeah, and he yells like a friggin' hyena when he, yeah, he uh, does. when he does it, which he's is hilarious. He's got that voice figured yeah. out, yeah. Uh, Mizdow gets the pin after rolling up Sheamus with the tights after, yeah, Scotty, you were saying it was a really good spot where, uh, Stardust does try to, tries to do his jumping springboard dropkick thingamajig. It's a cool spot. Yep. And, uh, misses, Sheamus hits him with the bro kick and then, uh, Mizdow rolls him up. I'm calling him Mizdow. That's fine. <laughs> I, it's Mizdow at this point, man. Lillian Garcia and your winners, Mizdow. And well, Miz has a great reaction. Hmm. Miz, Miz fucking sold the whole thing. He looked like he just won the Super Bowl or the World Series himself. Yeah, it looked like genuine shock. 
And he got up and he said, he won twice. And then he's like, I won. Yeah. <laughs> I won. <laughs> I won. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think, uh, speaking of face turns, I think Sandow's turned to face real soon. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time before I think he breaks the, out on his the own. The easy thing to do is have Miz win the title on Sunday. And then Miz Dow thinks he won the title. And then they just kind of fight over it. And then that's the turn. You, yeah, you could. I don't know what it's going to be, but I totally think Ms. Dow is going to be a face. And yeah. I think it'll be great oh, for his career. Yeah, I agree. It'll probably be a temporary push, but I bet you he's up there. In, Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, there's the first one there. Fuck it. There we Expletives. go. <laughs> do we have a time on that? How do we make it? Uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That's not bad. 20 minutes without having to put the E on the podcast. It's usually always me that starts it, too. Yeah, that's probably. Quite often, true. it's me. You gotta be on the radio all day, so you're just looking to cut loose when you get off. (laughs) This is my free time. Uh, We go backstage again. Triple H is there with Randy Orton, who says he will do Triple H proud and beat both Cena and Lesnar to recapture the title. Triple H believes it. Says this whole thing was Seth Rollins' idea. Orton is taken, uh, or no? He says he says he wants to personally thank Seth. Teasing that even more. Dissension amongst the ranks, if you will. That's it. This whole episode is all that. It's all like I spent this whole it's episode. All trouble thinking, within like, the authority. It's falling apart here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get a white promo after that. This was the Luke Harper one, I believe. Yeah. And now they're doing it. So it goes it. So it starts with the Luke Harper one that we've seen. Mm. And it goes straight into, like, without a cut or anything, the Bray Wyatt baby. She one. Yeah. The she one. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that's a girl, which you guys were talking about last time. I think that is yeah, a I pregnant don't... belly for the sake of being weird, and I'm. I think it's going to be either the Ascension or whatever's next. But they they quite often will just put Gave shit in their the in ascension. their vignettes. Yeah, just to just throw because you it's off. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah just to be abstract. Like and... remember the Jericho return when they had the kid in the classroom, and then there was the girl, and she always taught me. They talked about her more often. Yeah, Jericho, who just released his book said in that book that that was just a complete swerve, that they never had any intentions of that being anything. It was just in there to distract people from thinking that it was Jericho, essentially. Right. So they'll, they'll do shit like that just to fuck with you. But I, I do think that if you're going to write the words, it's coming, yeah. that something more than the three Wyatts is coming. So right. I think, I think, Me too. I think the Ascension yeah, something is, new, another tag is, team. is bound to be in. It's only a matter right. of time. It's I have mixed feelings on it because on one hand yeah. it's the ascension like it's almost a match made in heaven. The ascension's it ready works. to come up and they have a close enough gimmick. Right, they're, to Bray they're Wyatt. weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I'm so ready for Bray Wyatt to be a singles guy. Yeah. And for him to just break free of all this. And then maybe at the same time, the WWE thinks that Bray Wyatt gets his success from having these minions do his dirty work. His followers. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. We what? still haven't gotten a date yet either. So, and the interesting about this raw is there's never a Rowan, yeah, never a Rowan uh, vignette. No, I think in the second one they did for this show, he was there. Like it was kind of. Well, he's like... there. He's he's always there during the Harper one in oh, one all... shot where oh, they're okay. standing in front of the house. But he's, there was uh... in the in the second one or third or however many they ran later on in the show. There was the one where as Bray's talking, he says, "I set Luke Harper free," and then. So Quickly, they, say, they cut to him saying, I set Rowan Eric Rowan free. free. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it says both their they, names. They didn't give Rowan nearly as much time as they gave Harper or Bray. So. Right. It's all about that Luke Harper screen time now. Yeah. 
Well, and Rowan used because Rowan used to get his own vignette, right? That was about. It him. was different, right? Yeah. For, yeah, for like a week or two, he got yeah. his own, and he ended with the whatever the stupid thing he said was. Yeah. Don't apologize or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Something very stupid. And he always he still appears during the blip sound yeah. effect oh, yeah. with, in his little sheet mask. Yeah. So he's not gone. You know what? I need to get that for a sound effect. Yeah, sure. yeah I'm surprised we don't have yeah, that. We just, should we just transition from like everything to everything else using Instead that? of having to come up with our extremely witty transitions that yeah. we always have, we'll just use that. Anytime there's an awkward <laughs> silence, bep, and we'll just start talking about something completely different. Perfect. Brilliant idea. Bep. <laughs> uh, Alicia Fox t- taking on AJ Lee. Alicia Fox and Paige are on the next season of Total Divas. Ooh. I watched the last two episodes of Total Divas because I was bored on Monday. Yeah. It's the mid-season finale this week. Well, I don't give a fuck about the mid-season <laughs> finale. Why? That's It's a big deal. They've been doing back-to-back episodes for the past two weeks as well. On my dinner? Oh, two really? hours. Fuck, that seems like a lot. Two hours on a Sunday. I haven't watched Total Divas in a very, very long time, and I think I'm not going to ever watch it again. I think I'm done. I think yeah. I'm off the wagon, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued at the whole page thing, how that's going to work. Just because she is kind of the anti-diva, so I don't know how they're going to... But she hasn't been the anti-diva Yeah, but at she's all. different from everyone oh, else. Oh, she's gothy? Yeah. Because like, AJ's not on that show, so... Yeah. I don't know. Is Emma on that show? No. no. She's not going to be? Not, not in at the this next point. season. Okay. Unless there's a fifth I think season. they're actually good friends, Paige and Emma. Yeah, I think so. They're always on the Instagram. She'll be the cameo together. on it. I think Alicia episode. will be great on that show. I agree. I'm not going to tune in to find out, but I'm putting my money. I would rather we'll watch Alicia know. Fox yeah. on there than Cameron on there. Like Cameron, I'm just like, yeah. every time you talk, I just want someone to kill you. Which one's Cameron? The littler. No, that. she belongs on that show. I know, but Naomi's I've, the one who's boring. No, I fucking love Naomi. She's so pretty. That's Cam- all I got. Cameron's good at the cattiness part of it, but she can't wrestle or shit. No. But, but there's, but there's, there's no, no wrestling, wrestling on that there, show. Which is, which, which is why she works there. But on WWE programming, she does not work. I mean, if they're going to make a show out of divas that don't actually wrestle ever on the show, it's got to be just the most outrageous personalities. Oh, absolutely. And it's got to find the success the same way other terrible, scripted shows of that nature find success by being ridiculous. On, I had dinner at Carl's Jr. before coming here tonight. And Victoria, so we sit down with our food. Is that any good there? What? Is that any good? I've been there like twice now. It's like Burger King on steroids. Yeah, it's like, yeah, good way to describe it. Well, Scotty is fired up now. <laughs> fired up. <laughs> I like it's Burger the same, King. It's like, the same like char, fire, if, grill. Flame Dairy Queen? Flame, flame broil. broil. That's what I'm looking for. Flame yeah, Dairy. okay, like Dairy yeah. Queen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not bad. They got a cool variety of burgers, but I think if you ate there all the, yeah, it was like 24 yeah, bucks. That's not great. Woof. It's American, so it's probably insanely bad for you. Woof. Well, Probably. I, I look at the size. What of isn't me. bad for you nowadays, though? Let's be honest. Nutritious Canadian McDonald's. <laughs> but as soon as we sat down, Vic just goes, "So you want to tell me about Total Divas? Like what you?" Because I told her today, I was like, "Oh, I watched Total Divas, like two episodes of Total Divas on Monday." She was like, "Why?" And then she never, we never talked about it. <laughs> this after is that. from a girl, a female, yeah. who's asking you why you watched. No, this I just, show. I told her about the tight. She was just like, "Is the Tyson kid natty thing fake?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's yeah. really fake." <laughs> Because at one point she gets pissed at him. Okay, remember how like her original thing was like, I'm pissed off that he's not on the road. Yes. Then she sees him at work and gets mad that he's there. <laughs> and it's like, okay, Natty, like, weren't you this the original reason that you're mad is that I, he's just at home and he doesn't now do anything. He's fixed that. Yeah, and now he's okay and he's really trying to get a push and play the political game, it looks like a little bit. 
And it's just like, nope, nothing's ever good enough. Women. Am I right? Yeah. Huh. Women. I wouldn't know. I was watching it and I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Vic, is it bad that I watched this and I go, I'm kind of cheer, like rooting for Tyson Kidd here. I'm like just hope, hoping, like, you know, have you seen the scene where he's like, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm packing. I'm le- and why? Yeah. I'm leaving. I'm like, damn right, Tyson, you pack your bag. Save yourself. Tears rolling down your face. <laughs> Ten minutes before she fucking before he packs, though, apparently she threw all his shit on the lawn. So it's like, just like why? Why? What's your point, Natty? Like now you're like completely pulling yeah. a 180. Show's fucking stupid. We as a podcast have had such a roller coaster journey on that show. <laughs> like there was a point where we were talking, we had like a segment. Set oh aside. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I love when, it. When the show started, <laughs> Best show they have. When the show started, Warren was like, I'm really watching it. And then season two started, and I was like, Warren, season two looks hype. Summer Watch rain. Just like four episodes, and then. Mm. Just- have not gone back. I only watch it for Natty. Yeah, that'd be a, a big sell for me too. But even then, not enough. So I, I like to watch her fake marital problems. Sure. Who doesn't like some good fake marital problems? Makes me appreciate my own marital on problems. On Sunday night. Uh, Alicia Fox picks up the win on AJ via a distraction and a roll-up. Two roll-ups in a row. Great. Catches catch can wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this match wasn't that great. Uh, there was a nice Northern Lights suplex though from Alicia Fox. Yeah, that was pretty much all I had as well. Nothing. That's that's the main high point. Uh, yeah. It was long. This match was long, way longer than my, it needed to be. Yeah, mm. that is my high point. Good. Uh, Orton walks into Rollins' locker room, thanks him for what he did, but asks why he's looking out for him. Rollins says he's a team player, but Orton says he can handle his own business, and Rollins threatens to cash in on Orton. If he manages to beat Cena and Lesnar. Anything? Good. Yeah, yeah just ascension. Bep. <laughs> Orton comes out to the ring, says both he and Cena know how brutal Hell in a Cell is. Talks about he and Cena's debuts. The crowd starts a let's go chant. And Orton just snaps at this point. He just stops caring and just starts <laughs> screaming. At, this as, is way better Randy Orton than I, most Randy Orton. Yeah. Like it was if if I hadn't have looked and seen him, I probably wouldn't have recognized him because I've never heard him at that level where I would have thought it was just some dude yeah. screaming for no reason. But no, it was Randy Orton screaming about the Royals. <laughs> like, Again? Yeah. They, they'll never win. He says, in a hundred years of your lifetime, they won't win. <laughs> the fuck does that even mean? A hundred years of your lifetime. Oh. He's so shitty on the microphone. It's hilarious. But like... This at least was different, and he got us. He got me going. Yeah, I, I love his passion, but it's always exactly it's that kind of thing. Like you just said, yeah. it's like he always doesn't quite know what he's gonna say. Like the train's coming off the tracks a little bit, and he's trying to pull it back together. Ah, uh, yeah, this, and then he uh, doesn't realize it till he started his next sentence. That the last sentence was like, "Oh wait, that doesn't make sense." Yeah, and then he stops and thinks about it, and he's like. Okay. <laughs> Let's get this figured out. Hope they play Cena's music soon. Come on, Randy. Uh, Orton says he and Cena became the two biggest stars of their generation, but calls Cena the same punk bodybuilder he was when he started. He also says Cena has no business being in the same ring as him, and he promises to finish him off once and for all at Hell in a Cell. Then Cena's music hits, thankfully. He uh, comes down to the ring. He immediately tells Orton to shut up. It's got better once Cena got out here. Which, 
Yeah. Well, that's usually the case. For Orton should never guys. be in the ring alone. No he microphone. <laughs> um, I imagine like Triple H and like Gorilla being like, "Fucking Randy's losing it." <laughs> yeah. We saw Pull a lot the of Orton. plug. A lot of Orton. We saw him at the top. Saw him backstage with Triple H between the two matches, and then again right after the second match. So, and part of this is depth, but I've noticed in the last three Raws that the all the top of the hour segments have been for the same feud. It's been for that same main event program. Mm-hmm. It's been, you start off with the authority and Dean and Cena. I guess this could be construed as two different feuds, but this kind of involving the five guys that were in the main event tonight, those same guys have been doing the top of every hour. Every yeah. hour. The only exception being The Rock uh, when he popped by for the visit a couple yeah. weeks ago. But, but yeah, and it's kind of like, I remember not even probably a month or two ago where it was like, okay, you got your, your, your title holders are starting off the show. But then you got this big Ambrose Seth Rollins thing happening here, and they have nothing to do with each other. And then the main event has a third thing going on. Yeah. And now it's literally like this one constant storyline with these guys dominating every show. Yeah. It's like there really is like I'm trying to think of like back in the Attitude Era, and even in like when there was like Evolution, when it was like Evolution versus the Renegade Forces, which was like Benoit, Jericho, Maven. And and somebody else occasionally yeah, too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Was that as dominant on TV as this authority gimmick is? Where it's like you are constantly shown this feud. Tough to compare because three hours now they just kind of throw shit together and yes. repeat a Two lot of things. Two hours compared to three hours, it felt like you'd be like, okay, here's your tag team segment. Yeah. Okay, they got their 10 to 15 minutes. Your divas, all right, cruiserweights or whatever, your mid card. And then you got your main event or whatever, the big story going on. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think three hours is good. I don't think you need three hours, but at the same Not time. Not for how much other programming they have going on. I think if they get all the guys back that they're missing, and especially rolling up to main event or uh, to WrestleMania season every year, it starts to be pretty you need three hours. Unless you're going to make SmackDown worth a damn. Which I don't think they care about doing. If Yeah, they've stopped that a long time ago. If you want to make four hours of programming, two on Raw, two on SmackDown, and make SmackDown worth something, then, I mean, you can get all your storylines across. I I really wish they would, though. That would be so... Sure, me too. Like, I would appreciate SmackDown so much more than being the Raw preview or the Raw aftermath. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Cena, uh, he's... Okay, tells Orton to shut up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Says Orton is a future Hall of Famer, but every time he talks, he proves he's a dumbass. The biggest is, dumbass it's alive. True. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Cena uh, talks, or he kind of lets the ch- fans chant, let's go Royals. Um, and Orton keeps talking about 2002, which was the last time the Viper was relevant. He says the Royals lost 100 games in 2002. But now they have their eyes focused on the World Series championship. Wait. The Kansas City Royals are in the World Series? Uh, apparently. That's what my notes say. Mm. You're just going to have to go off that. Orton says being in it and winning are two different things. And Cena agrees. He says he wants another shot at Brock Lesnar when he steps into the cell with Orton. All he'll see is the champion's face. Then Paul Heyman comes out. Heyman's back. He says... This is all revisionist history because the class of 2002 also featured Brock Lesnar. That blew my mind. Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? 
who is the champion at that point and is again now. Heyman says the two men will step into Hell in a Cell to define their legacies. He says they're equals, but Lesnar has no equal. So the winner of the match is the ultimate loser. Uh, Heyman says he's always respected Orton, but he tells the Viper he wants no part of the Beast. Heyman says Cena wants the title and the Beast, which is not a good idea because Lesnar devours challengers. Cena hoists Heyman up for the attitude adjustment. Then he decides to put him down. Orton takes advantage, hits Cena with an RKO. Heyman laughs, and then Orton RKOs him as well. He took the bump pretty good. So this is the closest thing that I think we'll get to that whole RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. And Michael I mean, Cole says RKO out of nowhere. Right. So. It was Which a I think, of time. Yeah. That but was fine. That, was but I think it that's out it. of nowhere, though? No, it was very out of <laughs> somewhere. Thing, yeah. <laughs> I like the one that he did to Cena. That was, like, that was a good yeah, RKO yeah. to Cena, for yeah. sure. I really like this segment. I thought uh, it was good, too. Orton, even though, like, you know, come on, Randy, string it along. <laughs> Cena and Paul definitely made this segment, like, yeah, it was a good. Re- segment. Really, really yeah. good for just being a promo segment. I was entertained, and this RKO on Heyman is why I think it's going to be Orton Rollins eventually. Mm. But I think he's doing Brock first, or I mean, uh, Orton Brock first, and, and then, then Orton Rollins. I totally eventually. agree with that theory of like, okay, they've planted a, a small seed. Hmm. We'll see. I guess mm. you don't touch Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar gets very angry. It's a good point. Cena touched him. That's first, like though. the most face Brock Lesnar can look is when he comes in to save uh, Heyman. But even then, people hate Heyman so much that they just get mad at him for saving him. Yeah, well, I guess. So. But then there's like that one, like that old, it's like Brock Lesnar has a heart moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Rusev taking on Big E Langston. Oh, sorry, Big E. I should say. Uh, no more um, Langston. Um, it's been so long since we've seen him. It has been a very long time. No sign of uh, Kofi or Dingnuts either. No, I don't. What's I, his name? I, Xavier. Still, I still don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a host show thing happen. only, or like in a battle royale thing only. Yeah, I don't know. If it's going to happen, you're not pushing these guys very well <laughs> during their singles matches. Not to bring up Chris Jericho's book again, but in Chris Jericho's book, you just buy that book. No, I've I've just been reading a lot of stories about it. I will I will read it eventually. You should but, Kindle it. Um, I don't have a Kindle. If we had audio, if we had an audiobook sponsorship, we'd say <laughs> go to Audible. But we backslash Sapod. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, but he talks about a story where Kofi Kingston and Vince McMahon got into a legitimate fist fight on a plane. At Wait, the, what? <laughs> at the recommendation of Chris Jericho. <laughs> no, it was I, I don't I don't remember how it was a while ago. Like this isn't no, like I'm, within I'm the not past lying. year, but oh is that true? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I I didn't really read too much of it. Yeah, okay, but, wait, uh, inform yeah. me how this went. Uh, yeah, uh, Vince McMahon made some off-the-cuff comment about, mm. oh, maybe someday you'll get over Kofi. Yeah. And Kofi was apparently rattled about it after he they separated and everything. <laughs> and Jericho said... Uh, Oh, you should go. Uh, you should go get in a fight with him. Stand up to him, and uh, Kofi did. And uh, Vince McMahon tried <laughs> to do on, a double Mike. leg takedown on Kofi, <laughs> and uh, they rolled around for a little bit. And then Vince McMahon apparently got up laughing and said he was happy Kofi stood up for himself. What right. a fucking mind game the wrestling world is at times. It's just 
McMahon. Fight me on a plane, damn it! <laughs> McMahon's just so fucked. That... I just think the great best part is that Chris Jericho knows Vince McMahon yeah. well enough to think that was a good idea. Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> no, <laughs> go, fight, go fight him, Kofi. Kofi, yeah. just genuinely try to go fight him. Oh, I saw this random moment today. Warren, you would know this because you were watching wrestling at the time. Kay. When the DX reunion happened, whether it was the first or the second time, and there's like this moment with like Mark Henry's in the ring, Kofi Kingston, Sean, Triple H... Cody Rhodes and somebody else. It's okay. like maybe for like a Survivor Series or something like that they're getting ready for. And then Kofi's like, guys, why are we fighting? Blah, blah, blah. Good Lord, what was <laughs> I'm that? I'm just going to throw that one in there. Didn't mean to. But. <laughs> and then all he's like, all right, we all cool. And then Triple H is like, no, aren't you supposed to be Jamaican? <laughs> and like tr- Kofi's face is like, oh, shit. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah, I didn't know. That was, well, I wasn't watching then. That was uh, the that was the second reunion of DX. The even weaker and that was one. The, the, yeah, the tail end of the PG era. That's like the last time. That was when they were doing the whole Vince like Cox ah. thing. Oh, okay. Never gets so old. That was right at the. I think that was the very last thing before they made the official switch to we can't say Cox on TV anymore. It was roosters what a though, sad so it was day. not. It was oh, not. they were absolutely talking about roosters. They had a picture of a rooster on the screen when they said he likes cocks. There was a shirt that said Vince likes, and then a picture of a rooster. Anybody has that shirt? (laughs) In a 4XL. Very, very sad. Oh. Sad individual. (laughs) I thought you were making a pitch for it. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me at at the Diesel Bears. Uh, All right. How did we get a Big E? Uh, That Big E just spawned into that whole shit slide. This is a fucking squash match for Rusev. Rusev. Just dominated. Yeah, him. he wins with the accolade. I, I thought. Well, yeah, yeah, I thought Biggie got quite a bit of offense in considering. Right, yeah, uh, really. Maybe I was just like, there's. I was in the mindset from before it even started of like, Biggie is not doing anything to win this match, like because he's already lost. That's the, the field. thing is that you write matches like these, you just write it off automatically. You think it's gonna be a squash? You know so. what's going to happen. Well, because yeah. you're just like, this is two feuds ago. Yeah. Right. The original Captain America. It's true. He was the first. Sam Falcon via the Russian brute. After the match, Lana says Big Show has no chance of winning. He deserves to be in a circus. Rusev says he will rip out Show's heart and then <laughs> eat it. That's what he said. You just had so His much giant em- heart. You just said you had so much emphasis on circus there. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hey, it's an insult. You belong. I wouldn't say you belong in a circus, or you belong in a circus, you belong in a circus. He's right, Scotty. That is true. You got to put the smack down on it. Damn right. Uh, show, yeah, he's going to eat his heart, is what Bruce is going to do. <laughs> they try and drop the Russian flag, and then it doesn't drop. Big Show appears on the Titan Tron laughing. As the American flag drops, Rusev's about to rip down the flag, and then... Like uh, some dude who I thought was literally rushing the ring. Oh, they got you then. Yeah, they did a little bit. <laughs> oh, they got uh, you this time? Yeah. They didn't get me, sucker. The soldier. And they always the get ring. me. Rusev kicks him in the head and then leaves. He was bleeding. They did not like that. Either. The soldier was bleeding. Yeah, he was. Crowd was not happy that he had disrespected an obvious plant that I guarantee has never served at all. Probably Joey Mercury. Probably Joey Mercury in that outfit. No, I didn't look like that. No, Joey, no, Mer- Joey, Joey like Mercury was on the show. Joey it was just a bald guy. He was on the show, wasn't he? He came yeah, out he with uh, yeah. the goons came out with Rollins later. Yeah. Gotta imagine budget cuts aren't so bad. They needed to double cast Joey Mercury <laughs> as an American Joey, we're soldier. We're gonna need you twice, buddy. <laughs> Where was Tony? 
They couldn't book Tony tonight? Tony. You don't get that joke? Reference? John Cena's buddy, Tony? He was playable oh, in the WWE. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Raw vs. SmackDown game forever ago? Jesus. Um, Zach Gowan. Sure. Yeah. Zach Gowan as the military. I was trying to remember who the American, uh, the American kid was with one leg. Yeah. Zach oh, Gowan. yeah, Zach Gowan. Yeah. yeah. Follow him on Twitter. Do you? He's still wrestling. Really? Yes. Where? He's not booked on the indies, indies. very often from yeah. what I see, though. Not in any of the big companies. No, he's never done. I don't think he's ever worked in any of the big companies. No, I don't think anyone has too much interest. I think it's like in bookings. your like local town. It's like yeah. former WWE superstar Zach Gowan. I can't like fifteen bucks. Yeah, I feel bad for him. That's what I was gonna ask though. Is why how I got the my lightning strike Zach Gowan hit was wasn't he in a video game? I don't think he was ever was in a video game. I think it timed because he was only around for a very short amount of time, and I think it timed out. Oh like, no! Like, excuse me. We lost Warren. I think oh, it turned out in that he made his debut just after a game had come out, and by the time they would have started making the next year's game, he was already gone. DLC. <laughs> not <This>. a PS2. <laughs> Did you not do that? No, not really. Not that not that, that era. That's like 360 era. Yeah. PS3 era. Yeah. Zach Allen. There you go. I feel like he was in a video game. That, what? How? Like with the one leg? Oh, with no, the prosthetic think, leg on. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I was like, who would do the animation, the mocap for it? Video. No, oh, we're looking it up now. Was Zach Gowan in yeah. a video game? Remember when Zach Gowan was in the uh, Hulk Hogan angle on SmackDown with Roddy Piper there for a bit, Mister America? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, that, that was good TV. Good times. I remember him getting F5 by Lesnar. Yeah. Like, harder than any other Ridiculous. dude ever. Yeah. Like, he spun like eight times. Yeah. Destroyed created him. a gust of wind remember in the arena. Uh, the only one that I can think of that I was like, oh shit, was when he did it to Vince uh, not too long ago, like a year or two ago. Hmm. I just remember that was another one that where was I was like, yeah. fuck, Vince landed like right on his hip. That was the one that started the Triple H one, or Triple H feud, right? Yeah. He was not in a video game. <sighs> but apparently he was in TNA, which I don't remember, so. Under the same name? What was his name in TNA? I don't know, but under his ring names, it was there's Jack Zach Gowan, Tenacious Z, and Pogo the One-Legged Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like his Indian That's name. so horrible. That sounds like it came right out of Vince McMahon's mouth, so I'm surprised it wasn't on WWE uh, He was Tenacious Z in TNA. That's a terrible name. Actually, he was in TNA before WWE, which I didn't even know. Really? Yeah. During early 2003 under the name Tenacious Z, but soon left TNA after signing a developmental contract with WWE. No fucking way. So you learn things about Zach Gowan on this podcast. All because the more of my you know. random outburst <laughs> about Zach Gowan. The more you know. Good. Where were we? Uh, well, we just finished the Rusev the kicking f- the soldier yeah. in the head. This is kind of where I thought they went. Overboard, not in that, not in a disrespectful way. Just but trying ju- too hard. Just trying too hard I to agree. make it. This is this was the first time they actually crossed the line. This reeks of WCW. Yeah, it was Fake, like, oh, or like you TNA. Know, the plants running in yeah, with the kick. I don't. Uh, you guys were doing fine without. Yeah, it. it was all right. You were yeah, you were getting good heat, and when the American flag fell down, and like there was a lot of people who were just like saluting it or like looking up at the flag with their children in their arm at ringside. And then, like, it's like, really? Was that necessary to do a plant? And you were already getting you yeah. get heat. You should have let Rusev pull the thing down. 
Sure. Yeah, and then have fucking <laughs> Lana put out a fake, like, oh, I apologize to the American people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are so sorry for our actions, blah, 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 right? Because they did it with Big Show. Why not do it back? Because if they were trying to find that line to really make everyone angry and borderline cross it, that's it. That's the one. That's it's not exactly having a plant American get kicked in the head. Fucking Vince loves America too much to have the stars and bars fucking hit the ground. God damn it. God damn it, America! <laughs> During the commercial break, uh, they show Big Show helping the soldier to his feet. He says he's going to unleash his wrath on Rusev on Sunday. He almost cries again. He does. I thought we were going to get Big Show cry number seven. Jesus. He's about to leave the ring. Then he stops, tells Rusev to come out to the ring. Rusev does not. He goes after him. He walks backstage, looks over, and there's a door that just says Rusev on it. Where's Rusev's That's locker convenient. room? <laughs> just Rusev. Oh, there it is. Which one? He's like asking the dude, which one is it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's the one with the Rusev the sign. The one that says well, it's his Rusev, name. you fuckface. <laughs> uh, but Rusev was not in his private locker room, unfortunately. So. That's the end of that. So. I could see Rusev having his own locker room. Like, I don't think he'd have many friends in the locker room Probably being the not. foreign guy. Yeah, that, was like when we, that was like when we talked about Brock Lesnar having his own plane just because he wouldn't get along with him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine. You just see, like, no one on the roster. If you're going to stick to kayfabe, no one's going to share a locker room. Imagine no, having the window seat and, like, you board the plane before Brock does, and he's somehow in, like, co- coach or normal people. And he's taking up all three seats of, like, the row, and you're supposed to be on the inside. And you're like, um, I'll just sit in the aisle. Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah I'll get up and leave. I'll sit in the bathroom the rest of the <laughs> Yeah, that's what you said you'd do. <laughs> uh, all right, Ambrose is backstage eating popcorn and watching See No Evil 2 starring Kane. He said he was scouting. You remember? Yeah, that's right. That was his, his reasoning <laughs> yeah. was that I'm, I'm learning. I'm scouting yeah. him. You remember when See No Evil 1 came out? Were you guys watching at that time? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Fuck, did they push that movie. They were pushing that yeah. out the wazoo. And this wasn't one, that like their first big one? It was. The yeah. first like WWE Studios yeah. film. Uh, and this one straight to DVD. No theater or anything. So, But that's not going to make it in theater. I can't believe See No Evil 1 You know what? It had its own little... little it had a little bit of a following. It did okay. Like, it it really? wasn't by any means like... You know, breaking records at the box office, but it did a lot better than most people thought it would. For early two thousands horror, yeah, for and theater well, Kane horror. looks fucking terrifying. Or at the time, because he was a lot younger and bigger. Not yeah. that he doesn't look terrifying. He lost now, biggerness. Yeah, well, he, he got just, smaller. He's old. That's how we. Oh yeah, say I, it. No, I was gonna say, did you lose? <laughs> he, he lost, lost height. Biggerness. <laughs> lost <laughs> altitude. <laughs> he grew downward. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he says that he's researching for his match later. Cena looks confused. And Ambrose says this is like Superman teaming up with Batman. That was just for you, Scotty. Cena asks what the plan is, and Ambrose says they take down as many of the authority as they can. Cena likes it, but comments Ambrose is more like the Joker than Batman. And then Ambrose says, why so serious? There was a massive <laughs> Laugh yeah. in the crowd. It was like everyone laughed, like straight it. up laughed. They liked it. I hated it. I hated that line. I was like, "Fuck, this is so scripted." I hate that Joker is associated with that line in that movie. 
I'm, I was okay with it. Oh, <laughs> I probably... actually really liked the second. I think yeah. I liked I liked Amber all the was... comic book talk, and I liked the fun part of the popcorn and the see no evil. And it was just the that one line there at the end. I was like, ah, you're going for the cheap laugh. <laughs> Fuck. And they got it. <laughs> no, they I'm like, did. as soon as it happened, I turned to Vic and I was go, went, that was so scripted. And she's like, everything's like it's weird. wrestling. Yeah, she's like, everything's scripted. <laughs> I was like, no, but this was like one where you're like, if a if a script leaks like a week later, it'll have every line there. It's because it's wrestling. Yeah. Scotty, don't you want it to at least make you laugh if it's scripted? Make you laugh, make you laugh, make okay, you laugh. Uh, kind of. I don't know. I I laughed up until the why so serious part. None of it was funny until then. I thought, no, I thought it was hilarious when he was like, "What, what are you doing?" He's like, "See no evil." This guy's, that, that was funny. this guy's yeah. terrifying. So like he was actually like yeah. he was serious. Like I'm scouting. Like what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm, this, I'm what I do. Ready for our match yeah. later by watching. <laughs> I also this liked when he was movie. like, you know, you're like Superman. You know, you yeah, American Jaw, all that stuff. I'm like Batman. I like to beat up scumbags. That's it. I'm like, okay, you can be Batman in that sense of mm. just beating up the scummers. I uh, thought it was funny that right as it was fading to black, he threw a piece of popcorn at his mouth and like hit his like cheek below his yeah. eye, and it just <laughs> fell to the side. <laughs> yeah, there's a gif of that floating around the <laughs> squared circle right now. Everyone's like, the biggest botch of the show. Everyone's like, what is it? And it's just a little popcorn moment. Everyone's like, oh, that's funny. Good. We have another Divas match next. Summer Rae taking on my girl, Brie Bella. Brie Missed that. na 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 uh, Brie Bella defeats Summer Rae with a drop kick. Sloppy oh, match, botchy rope. match, rest holds, and a drop kick finish. She did hit her finisher afterwards, but still. Did he hit her finisher before the pin or after, after the pin? After, after the, the, the drop kick, and then she did hit her finish as but well. But, like, she hit it so fast that it made it seem like the drop kick was the finish. Like, if yeah. you look away. What is away, her finish? Uh, X-Factor. Like yeah. No. Where she, like, sits and plants their face. I see. Downward. The suck it. Yeah. Uh, and then she does a yes chant, and then Nikki Bella is mad. angry. Yeah. She's seething. Curses! <laughs> Do you want to talk about the stipulation for that match, too, now? Yeah. Sure. I it's... didn't even know about this until this Raw. The Bella and the Sella? Well, it's no, it's not in a Sella. Not no, but that would have been fucking hilarious. Uh, a lot of money yeah, was... to be made there for marketing that, but no, no. T-shirts, uh, lanyards. Okay, so let's step back and quietly applaud WWE for not making that happen <laughs> just because there was a lot of money to be had. Well, and also applauding them for not actually following through with the whole name. Have a match for their name. Yeah, I almost think that's better than this. Well, just say what it is. Uh, it is the uh, loser has to be the winner's personal assistant, attendant, assistant. It's very old school. It right? is straight up heels going to win. Yeah, oh, that's like, the only way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the face is going to win to watch the heel have to do something hu- eh. humiliating for a month. No. Or no, it could be the opposite. Opposite. Because everyone would expect the, he- the are, face to let off Are we doing picks whole. this week, too? Yeah, we will. At the end of the show? Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of different picks this pay-per-view. Scotty, we talked. Well, this show's been very well planned out. I don't know why you didn't know if we were doing picks. <laughs> I don't know. If, yeah, we it. didn't just walk in here Thank and start you. doing this. Thank you for so. changing the subject a so we don't have to talk about this anymore. Ambrose comes out to the ring. He has a bag with him. It's rather large. Two big old bags. Uh, he sets up a chair in the ring. Says he's been having visions of what he would do to Rollins for four months. Now he gets his chance. And he pulls out like this dummy of Seth Rollins and, and props him up in the chair. It's which... not the weirdest shit. <laughs> it made me laugh again, just yeah. the visual of him pulling this thing up and setting it up on the chair. Uh, he calls Rollins a puppet who doesn't like to get his hands dirty. 
So he promises to rip his hands off first inside the cell. He then literally tears the hands off the, the dummy as he's saying that. He searches for a tool inside his hand or inside his bag, pulls out a screwdriver, and then stabs the dummy or to stab the dummy in the face. He then hits it with a hammer, threatens to saw its testicles off. One is, point. Let's and let's let's make sure we add that with every one of these tools, he has some pun to go along oh, with. Oh, of course. It. Yeah. Like it you gotta like, hammer the point at home. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to screw you. <laughs> or yeah, it's like if there's one thing I hate, it's being screwed. As he's like yeah. going at him over the top, like emphasizing yeah, the yeah. fact that like, he's well aware how stupid these puns are. Right. But still sticking to them anyway, which That's is right. very funny. He and they're going a... with like a he's a joker kind of character. It's it's very like I'm aware these are shit jokes, but yeah. I'm still doing them. He had a something kit fell out that he never used. Uh, that was just sitting there the whole oh a cheese grater. That's and I was right. waiting for him to say the whole like you're really grating on my nerves. Yeah. And he never did it. He, he never did he it. Should have picked it up and been like all those other Puns were very cheesy. There you go. <laughs> Could have done anything. Thank you. But now that thing's sitting there, and I'm waiting, and I'm on the edge of my seat. I was like, what's he going to do with the You're cheese just grater? just staring at the cheese grater like, I can't fucking wait for that thing to get picked up. And it never happened, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's why this raw got a 2 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. You would have picked up that grater. I had to bump it up a point or two. <laughs> Uh, he takes a pair of tongs to the dummy's crotch, then then he pile drives it. At which point, JBL points out that move's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the pile driver was great. That was a great spot. You probably imagine how many funny. wrestlers like you can see <laughs> Dean Ambrose taking this dummy out, and they're like, "Yeah, do whatever you want to." Him. Yeah. After he's like, "Whatever I want," including the pile driver. <laughs> JBL, like, so, like, like he's he's <laughs> trying to it. convince you, like, yeah. that move's illegal. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, Rollins finally comes out with the uh, the two Stooges, Mercury and Noble. Rollins says Ambrose will never be able to beat him. Crowd chants, you sold out again. Rollins agrees. Uh, he insults the crowd and says he's famous and rich, which the fans would never understand, meaning that they are unfamous and poor. <laughs> Ambrose tells him to stop talking and come and fight. Rollins says he's not afraid of Ambrose or the Hell in a Cell. And then out of absolute fucking nowhere, Mick Foley's music hits. Yeah. Genuine a surprise. Legitimate surprise. Yeah, I That's, popped. You pop. You know it, baby. Yeah. There's two times in three weeks that they've kept a secret. Absolutely. Throwing them out there. Full credit. Yep. Yeah, I mean, social media nowadays, it's tough to do that. So, And it goes back to our what we were talking about a couple weeks ago where I think the WWE is perfectly capable of keeping a secret if they want to. I agree. Yeah, I, sometimes they fuck up their own secrets so they'll be like, just so you know, Batista's going to be here. But that wasn't their fault. Like, we've talked about this a hundred times. Yeah, that was the, the promoter, the, what was it, Ticketmaster? Yeah, it was like Ticketmaster. Like well, WWE has to say whoever, like, hey, here's who, like, but I, th- I would think if someone I was from WWE, PR has yeah. to say like, "Hey, At a advertise these names." They would have had to, have yeah. It, but still, right. but I mean, they, they are doing it to pump sales, or like, "Hey, right. everyone, to make sure you tune in this week." And like this week had shit viewership. I don't know if Foley would have had better viewership, but I enjoyed this moment. Him being a legit surprise, uh, plus how good he was in this segment. He was great, fucking phenomenal. Has not even missed a step. Yeah, this was all. the best part of Raw for me for sure. Um. Coming like what a month after we saw him too. Yeah, 
that when we saw his comedy show. There you go. He's still doing the Santa Claus thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. 300 and some days. Uh, he said on the show, but I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, he did. Did I write it down? Maybe it was 300 consecutive, know. he said, but it, it might be more. Slightly over 300 consecutive, yeah. but yeah. Nice. That's a lot of times dressing like Santa Claus. Or wearing yeah. Christmas-themed clothes, he yeah. said. Uh, so he comes down to the ring. He says he came by to visit an old friend, points up to the to the cell, which I thought was a nice line. Mm-hmm. Um, Foley says they fulfilled their destinies by reaching their current levels. Uh, he does the... I'll watch it for an undisclosed amount on the WWE Network. I think when Foley does that, though, it's really funny. It makes sense for because that's always been his gimmick, the cheap pops. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was even funnier that he, who is the king of cheap pops, didn't use the nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. just made it that much better. I think he did that exact same joke at the comedy show, too. I, was, I kind of wondered yeah. about that, yeah. Uh, Foley says he has envisioned Rollins versus Ambrose many times. With Rollins as the winner almost every time, uh, Rollins gets all excited and laughs at Ambrose, and he says, you're missing the key word. I said, almost every time. You see what happened there, Scotty? You follow that? I did. Good. (laughs) Talks about his famous Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker. Says the scars from Sunday's match will haunt them forever. Ambrose says he's not worried about... (laughs) Adding more scars to himself and says, if anyone understands him, it's Foley, which again was a nice little line where he's uh, the shred of crazy in him. He says, yeah. if anyone's going to understand that, yeah. it's you, which nobody as in the he's back saying gets that, I'm me. like, yep, that makes sense. sense. That checks. You're the checks modern out. day Foley of the current roster. Yep. Um, I've totally lost myself here. No understands him, it's Foley. <laughs> he says he's ready for Hell in a Cell, but Rollins has to ask himself if he's ready. Rollins says they're both crazy, but that's not enough to win. He says his intellect will carry him to victory. Foley says the match will change them. He's not sure if they're ready for what waits them on the other side. Does another right here in Kansas City cheap pop. Uh, Which the and- announcers called out. Yeah, somebody <laughs> literally said, I think it was Cole, said Cheap I think it was King. Was it King? Yeah. Uh, and then he works in another one about the Royals. So that's four yeah, now. Four, four yeah. or five. Uh, he says on Sunday, they get the match they've waited for their entire lives. Wait, what's that? Hell in a cell. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Royals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Royals get the leaves. match too. They get Royals, the match the Giants <laughs> in a cell. War games. <laughs> Why not? Do a baseball game in a cell. Baseball. No home runs, but that's all right. Eh. Just leave a very tiny hole, and if you can hit it through the hole, that's a home run. That's a home run. There you go. How do the like you throw the ball to each other? <laughs> yeah. Like I is guess it just so. like a friendly <laughs> game of backyard pitch and hit? Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one pitcher. Pitcher yeah. goes both ways. Underhand throw too. Earl Hebner as the pitcher. <laughs> so how does the pitcher win? He doesn't. Okay. He's oh, new, actually, he, he does. No matter what, he wins. Well, not if he gets through the little ball-shaped hole. Well, that's true. Well, he's there you a, go. That's he, the only way he can lose. He's a neutral. Okay. How player. many pitches does he get? Ten. These are the things you gotta you gotta sit down and <laughs> yeah. hash out in Fit the creative meetings. Set rules. <laughs> this match would be better than a contract on a pole match. Probably. Foley mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. leaves, uh, and Ambrose tries to hit Rollins with a chair. Rollins uh, rolls out of the ring. And then Ambrose throws the tummy at him, which JBL called a move. I, di- I didn't write it down, but he said, 
a tope dive to the outside by the dummy or something like that, like a very, very technical term for the dive, which I thought was very funny. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Crossbody from the dummy. Pretty decent segment. Yeah, that was, that was a really thought, good segment. Got way better Foley once Foley got up. He, uh, his passion and when he screams and stuff. You can tell people listen to him, which is which is not a bad thing to have. Like no. yeah, like he he has so much passion in his voice when like Seth Rollins goes, oh, the guy who wears Christmas clothes, ah, yeah, yeah, because that's the one shred of my dignity that hasn't been stripped from me." And you're just like, everyone's like, "Oh, oh this guy's so twisted." And it's <laughs> one bit of like yeah. niceness he has in his life, yeah, right or whatever. This kind is of the thing. first uh, he's been involved with WWE since his whole <clears throat> big Royal Rumble tirade, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look at. Bridges rebuilt. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever fully burn that bridge. No, there's well, certain I, guys where you I, just. Don't, I think yeah. Mick, Mick Foley can burn it as many times as he want. I think WWE. They'll, they'll bring him back. Vince McMahon is never unwilling to rebuild a bridge if he thinks it's going to get him some ratings or money. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that. At the end of the day, that's all he cares about. Um, I will say though, and I mean, having seen Foley live a month ago, whenever it was, I didn't really think that much of it. But I saw a lot of talk on Twitter just at how. How rough he looks when he walks and yeah. he's limping. And yeah. Granted, when we saw him, he had just had the hernia or back surgery back or surgery, something like yeah. that. But so I wonder if he's gotten still. any. I don't think I noticed him looking as bad as when we saw him. Yeah. When we saw him, it, he was trying to figure out the right way to sit so he wasn't hurting. He yeah. was trading stools <laughs> in for chairs. He was, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he uh, put his body on the line in his career and is obviously paying for it. But seems to be doing okay with himself, so. Good for old Mick. Yeah. Uh, we have Cesaro taking on Dolph Ziggler. This was a real solid match. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. like this match. I think he's got to have just great chemistry. Fantastic chemistry. Yeah. And both of them can go, right? I think even if it yep. was the first time they had ever wrestled, they would still have the fact that they can talk and mm-hmm. they're athletes and they can cover their mistakes with athleticism. They both have good psychology as well. Like they both understand... Yeah. How a match works. Well, and their styles m- match so perfectly in yeah. that in that when Cesaro wants to do his power moves, Ziggler will bump like a motherfucker, and Cesaro seems to almost work better with guys that do quick, high-flying moves. Yeah. Like, he's really good at selling. He's really good at catching a guy and, yeah. or getting, yeah, Hunakarana, um, selling a kick, like a jumping kick or yeah. something like that. He's really good at it, uh, and it does this great, you think it's a mix of styles. Mm-hmm. Cesaro, which is like old school, strong style, uh, really a throwback. Yeah, yeah, very technical versus these other kind of new school technicians, which are all about like, ooh, how can I reverse this into that uh, and then do a sunset flip? Yeah. True. So. And they had like what looked like was a botch when they went rolling through each other's into a pin attempt. And I know it didn't go how it was supposed to go, but it right. looks fine because it, was still impressive until they mm-hmm. fucked it up. So uh, the the one really cool spot that I had from this match was when Cesaro like just deadlifted him when he was kind of in a ball. He kind of caught yeah. him, but then still just like picked him up and didn't really do anything with him. Just kind of slammed him afterwards. Oh, okay, I thought it, was it the one where he like kind of like the Olympic style like pressed him up in the You're air right. and then press. dropped him down onto he his did. knee. But the way he like picked him up off the ground, dead weight, yeah, into his arms and then just kind of like. Quickly threw him in the air and caught him with his hands underneath, yeah. so he could do the like the yeah. sick transition, right? Because you got to think you're, you're deadlifting a guy, then you're switching how you're holding him. Crazy. So you go from the original deadlift to yeah. how you switch him, prop him up, toss him, then reset into a completely different style of lift, and then drop him. He's an animal. Or, 
He's a beast. I want him to have a shirt that says, like, King of Strong Style or something like that. Sure. King of Swing. How about that? Those shirts were a little too controversial and no one felt good wearing them. <laughs> Wait, me and Borman were like, oh, those shirts are sick. People no are going to question our sexuality. Good wearing them. <laughs> it's a great point. I wouldn't. I the would king, never wear that. swing shirt. has nothing to do with sexuality. Swinger? Yeah, that means you and your significant other trade <laughs> with another And have sex couple. with random people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I no. guess. I guess we're reading into this. Now we look like homophobes. <laughs> We're now we're the assholes of the show. Hey, Look I like. didn't say anything. It was all you. You said you were uncomfortable. No, no, no. It was all you. Well, all right. then. Well, send your hate mail. Now that, now that I've instructed all on uh, <laughs> sex ed class here. Uh, Cesaro picks up the win with a wicked uppercut. Fucking Ziggler off the this. spin of the kick. Yeah. What are they calling that now? They're calling that something now. Are they? Yeah. They called it something on Raw last week, and I had it in my notes until I realized I wasn't <laughs> coming to the show, so... I haven't really picked up. I'm sure I've heard it. I just probably never really yeah, I haven't picked up on took that note either. of it. But yeah. still, European uppercut to me. If anybody knows that, they can tweet us at yeah, SadPod. I want to say it was last week's raw. So sure, someone go find that. Uh, Ziggler did a spit take on that as well, which yeah. I really liked. And he, he picks up the pin on the the uppercut. Didn't I love that. Neutralizer. I love that me in too. wrestling. I love when a guy's Brilliant. got a move like Kofi's SOS. Yes, was like that too. I love when wrestlers have another move that it's not like. Well, either he's going to get his finisher or he's going to lose. It's like a, the why we don't like Sheamus matches sometimes. You know that bro kick is coming. Yeah. You can tell when it's coming. Yeah. No With matter these, how many times cool he hits that like, white noise. I almost missed the uh, watching Raw Live yesterday. I almost missed the original pin for this one because I was like, wait, how did he get him? Because I, I saw the uppercut and then all of a sudden it was one, two, and I was like, did my stream lag? Did yeah. I? And then they do the replay and I'm like, he got him. He knocked him out, quote unquote. Refreshing, different, something that they haven't really done in a long oh, time. Oh, these are the best when they have another piece in their arsenal. Uh, he does, after the match, come back in and hit the neutralizer on him, just for good measure. He so. doesn't have his title match yet. And if you oh. watch SmackDown, the constant thing on like when he's on commentary, Cesaro's like, yep, Ziggler won't give me my rematch. He won't give me it at this point. They might have had it booked now that it's Tuesday. Nothing yet. I don't think nothing so. Yet. I haven't seen it. Nothing on the web, not, nothing official yet. So, but... Did you guys know that the ta- the tag team titles are on the line? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I did as of I just saw that right now. Main event, maybe today. I heard. Uh, yeah, no, I just heard about this now. So, <laughs> hmm. read about it. Interesting. I kind of just assumed that they had already booked that match. I wasn't really aware that it isn't already on the paper. They haven't yet. put anything into this feud, really. Like they've put more into the True. the Ziggler. But Cesaro at least this one. one, you're guaranteed a good match. Yes, and if you're going to put the tag team titles on the line just to fill a spot, there are no other tag teams that exactly. should be wrestling these to. guys. So, good. which All is right. good and bad. Main event: Rollins and Orton. Well, they're backstage. They're arguing. Triple H walks in, tells them Kane is going to be the general, the ring general. <laughs> Kane yells at both of them to work together and take care of business. He's the general now. They call him Kane the General several times in this match. Did. Horrible. Move over um, corporate cane. He's tra- trading in the general, pair of slacks for yeah. camo pants camo now. shorts. <laughs> uh, it was an ODQ match. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. It was a street, street fight. fight Warren. Street fight. Get so, it right. Which is funny because you know how in olden days when it was a street fight, it was like 
They're going to go everywhere. Wrestle in jeans and a, and yeah. a wife beater. Yeah. Or their t-shirt. Which is Dean Ambrose's regular <laughs> yeah. like attire. So. Then he puts on Dean Ambrose like, oh, it's a street fight? Puts on like tights and kick pads. <laughs> yeah, the complete opposite. I also remember a time where a street fight meant you were actually wrestling like backstage. In the street. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The parking the, lot. Yeah. Not anymore, Brando. No, now it's just like one of five different match types that mean the exact same thing. I will say I'm proud of them for not calling it a Kansas City street fight and attaching some horrible gimmick to it. Yeah, like they had a bunch of Royals bats, sure, yeah, baseball bats. And... <laughs> they did. They did not do that, which is good. Hit him with an umpire mask or something. Uh, uh, Ambrose gets a table early on in this match. Takes a bump on it when it like he hadn't set it up. I was worried it was gonna break. Yeah, because it's a wrestling table, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> things are thin. He did put a dent in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it didn't fully break. I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? Before the whole cell lowers. I thought it was a cool match overall, considering I'm generally a guy who's like, I hate raw main events. And it could be because it's three hours that I'm just mentally checked out. But, like, I was looking forward to this match. And I don't know why. Maybe it was just the dissension in the authority. Thought something going to happen. And I was like, ooh, we could either have, like, somebody turn. Or I was also down to see Orton and Cena beat the odds again. Kind of thing. Or and not Ambrose beat the odds. Cena, yeah. Ambrose and Cena. Who did I say? Orton. Orton. Oh. Orton and Cena could get in there together, too. Orton's been trying to beat the odds his entire career. True. Um, Orton, upstream. Cena in the ring, Ambrose on the outside, and then Kane yells for them to lower the cell. That's why I was there, Warren. The cell starts That's why I was hanging over the the whole show. Uh, Ambrose is able to roll in. Yep. Uh, They go to the inside of the ring. They go back and forth, and then uh, Ambrose throws Rollins to the outside. Onto Randy Orton. Right. The table from earlier, which had been set up in the corner, right. somehow was not moved to the outside of the cage before the cage was lowered. So now it's in between the ring and the cage. So okay. Ambrose, or sorry, Rollins goes over the top rope. This fucking sick. Orton tries to catch him. He kind of caught him. But as he catches him, it pushes him backwards and the leg of the table was sticking up and was right in Orton's gut. Like, it could have fucking he, he had a puncture. Like, I didn't see any of this. He, Orton stops. Like, he he was in cell mode and then hit his gut on it and stops, stares at it, and just yells, fuck! Yeah, that's when... And they beeped it. They, they cut it off the audio. Yeah. He picks up the table, throws it. Like, he was pissed off that somebody <laughs> didn't grab this thing. I can't believe he I didn't see this. He flipped it and just, like, he's like, move! And, like, yells <laughs> it and, like... Was yelling at the camera guy because he was in the way too. He was not happy here. Randy, Randy's just having a rough night. Go back and Kansas watch it. Okay. It, it definitely had the potential to be very dangerous yeah. because of just the way Orton was there and that leg was up. I mean, it, it could have hurt him real bad. So the table is face down? It was with yeah. the leg sticking up. Right, okay. But the, the bad part was they did this spot and Orton spins around. So his back is now towards the ring. And the camera is on the other side of the cage. So Orton's essentially almost looking directly into the camera as he goes, fuck. So they d- they had nothing. And King kind of like awkward. And he's like, <laughs> Orton's not very happy. I don't think they just like tried to brush it yeah. off. But yeah, it was. Uh, the best is uh, if you watch a UK stream on like Sky Sports, uh, the way that they bleep shit on Sky Sports is it made it seem like he said multiple words because they, mm. they were like, we got to bleep a good window beforehand and after. Versus on like USA where it's just like, yeah. bop, done. It was like, bop, bop, it was just like, Bee! and I was like, 
Oh man, did we just go like your cock See, the beep, fuckers. the beep is so much worse than the like cutting the sound because <laughs> cutting the sound happens. Right, like it, it, sound cuts. You're like, did someone just swear there, or was that just an audio issue? Because yeah. they have had audio issues before right. where it'll just cut out. Yeah, but the beeps are just like, oh, that guy is swearing. Yeah, yeah they're <laughs> trying to cover something up. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I missed that entire thing. I thought the so the table wasn't supposed to be in the cell. We're thinking. I I would assume well just because that that was obviously a design design spot. For Rollins to be thrown to the outside, right? So the table probably should have been nowhere it near there. Should not have. Probably been should have been cleared out when they table, lowered the cage. There's a table in the ring at this point too, because someone went so. through the table in the corner. Yeah, there's one in the corner, but it's like almost half broken. This might have been the remnants of that corner one. Okay. Oh, okay. So that happened first. So this is a yes. broken table. He almost speared himself on. I found a video. Almost gutted himself on. Orton kebabs. But it's not. Wanting to load for some reason. Man, he could right. I can look at it later. He could have okay. had a fucking fatal organ injury. Yeah, that could have been an Orton organ injury. Mm. Randy Oregon had to make that joke. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of finishers, an AA, Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds is now a double underhook DDT. Yeah. Yeah, it's changed. I'm fine with that. Sure, it's just weird. It just seems like. like I feel like I've seen That's, the double underhook DDT so often that I really like. I like. Orton's. Do you like the original? Or, one? I mean, I like that. Yeah, because it was new. It I've was never seen anyone right do where it. they yeah. they have them uh, in like the ver- uh, verse point, and then they just knock yeah. them down, and it looks like the way they kicked his momentum. Just plant I think the head. double underhook DDT is really hard to sell too because you don't have your hands out. So I think your first instinct is just to kind of fall forward, as Kane did. But let's not use Kane as a barometer here. Kane puts his knee down for fucking anything. everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think uh, I like the other one better. I don't know why I changed it. I wonder why you changed it. Triple H probably said something. Yeah, probably. Probably. Good. Uh, so they all hit a bunch of finishers. And then Randy Orton hits Dean Ambrose with the RKO for the win. Yeah, clean. Like, it, if I, guess I was going to pick fight, someone so. to get a win here, would not have picked Randy Orton. But That was kind of, the way, that was kind of the way the wind was blowing all this show. Though. True, like, true. This was a big Randy Orton show. Mm. Except for the fuck. Well, he almost <laughs> killed himself, so yeah. Uh, and then after the match, uh, he's still kind of on his hands and knees, catching his breath, so to speak, when Rollins hits him with a curb stomp, then climbs the cell, stands on top, that's the end of the show. He got up there quick, and they yeah. didn't show Real it. <laughs> he got like literally like just jumped up there. Yep. Bo- box jump. Yeah. Uh, and that's the show. That's your go-home for the pay-per-view, boys. That was good. It was okay. What'd you think? It's kind of a boring show aside from the main event. Uh, I would only give it like a 6.5. I give it a 6. I was at a 6 as well. There Didn't think go. there was anything was too special, but. I don't know what it was about last Raw that got it because we've been real consistent lately. And then last show, I thought was like an 8 or 9. Hmm. And you guys were not having any of it. I wasn't a big fan. I was, sad. I was sad. I was watching that Raw, and the entire time I was thinking, like, I don't even get to talk about this because I got to work at goddamn 3 a.m. <laughs> um, what's next? Do you want to do predictions now? Sure. Yeah, let's do our picks. I have some matches up here. Okay. Take us to the card. Start with the Brie Bella. Actually, versus- you know what? Hold oh, on. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll write these down this week because I never remember. And I never go back and listen. Well, we, so. we, we got good memories. Us? We never have good memories. Oh. Scotty's stoned all the time. That's true. Hold on. Scotty, Warren, Brando. Very good. The brands. All right, what's first? 
Uh, let's go Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella. Bella in a cella. Okay. Personal assistant match, whatever you want to call it. I'm taking the face, Brie Bella. <laughs> I'm taking the heel. Brie. You're taking Brie. Nikki. No, no. no he's ringing <laughs> down. Like... Uh... This one could go either way. I just, like, I'll go Brie. Really? I think they, they need to wrap this story up, and having the heel win doesn't wrap this story up. But having the face, like, what does having the face win do? She gets to humiliate her sister yeah, for a month. She gets payback for all the shit that she put. You know what? Her. You know what? I ain't gonna try and convince you guys. That's this fine. Is, I'm, I'm winning one nothing already. Next match. <laughs> uh, we'll go. Well, let's go this way. Sheamus versus the Miz. Sheamus retains. Sheamus. Uh, I'll go Miz. I think I'm gonna go Miz. Okay. With some sort of. Fucky finish? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe with Mizdow, especially how much they're putting him on screen. True. That said, I also wouldn't be surprised if Mizdow somehow costs Miz. And that's how it just said. That's the decision. AJ Lee versus Paige. AJ Lee. What'd you say? Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'll go AJ as well. Okay, me too. Okay, that one's easy. Across the board. Big Show versus Rusev. 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 If you pick Big Show, you're a Orange. fucking idiot at this point. <laughs> Okay, watch him win too. That would be horrible. Okay. Then, then all the listeners will be like, "You're a fucking idiot, Scotty." Yeah. <laughs> uh, go John Cena versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton. I'm gonna take Randy Orton also. Orton. I'm going Cena. All right. Sticking to our theories. Gold and Stardust versus the Usos. These are in a weird order, but we'll get them all. Title. Title retain. Title retain. Title retain. I agree. I'm gonna take the Dust Brothers as well. All right, that's easy. Dust. 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 Okay. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. This, for me, is one. the pick'em. Yeah. It's a tough one. I don't want to pick. <laughs> I'm not going first on this one. Oh, this is tough. So I... I'll walk you. I'll walk you through it. I'm picking Dean Ambrose. Did you have a Dean Ambrose shirt on? Yes. <laughs> Full stop. No, um, because I I'm, I think more strongly that Randy Orton's going to win his match, and I don't think they're going to do heel heel or face face for the co-main events. Mm. Good point. Okay, so if I pick Cena to win, then in theory, Orton's pissed. He'll come out and screw Seth. Rollins when Ambrose will win. So I'm picking Ambrose. I'm going to play devil's advocate, and I'm the guy with the Seth Rollins shirt, so I'll pick Seth Rollins. I'm going to quote-unquote buy in. You're stupid. Uh, Do you want to (laughs) do... Is that it? Is that all the matches? Ziggler versus Cesaro, if that gets announced? Sure. As uh, the maybe? We're just that confident? I don't know. That's a lot of matches on the Is there a pre-show match? One, two, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. None of them are announced as There's no pre-show match. They're doing Miz Dow TV. Yeah, Miz Dow TV with special guests, The Miz. Yeah. Uh, no, let's not do that. Yeah. I think that's that's that'll be the card. That's going to be the card? We can announce it if it gets, we can throw it on Twitter. Where's Adam Rose versus Fandango? Sure. I don't where know the where the fuck Fandango is Fandango? He died. <laughs> that's not funny. I'm sorry. Passed away. The character, not the real guy. Yeah. There's... Johnny Curtis. All right, let's get uh, to the email. From our answer the strong bad email. Our boy Woo Rick Flair. Woo! He says he says Woo. It's your it's your boy. Woo! Thank you. <laughs> the nature boy Rick Flair. Of all the matches on the Hell in a Cell card, 
Which one do you think is going to steal the show? Woo. Thanks for answering my Woo! questions. This is so stupid. <laughs> um, I think... I don't know. It kind of depends on how you look at it. Like, I kind of think Cena... Orton might steal the show. Yeah, how are you defending I it? I know, yeah. Because I think Ambrose and Rollins are my prediction to have the best match of the night. Right. So if somebody's going to steal the show, they have to do better than them. them. Right. So it can't be that match. Exactly. I think it might be Cena Orton. They have the possibility, because as we were saying, the only thing that's weighing your opinion of this match down is that you've seen these two so many times before. Yeah. You know that they're going to go in there and put a good work rate match on, mm. right? Like... They never have a shit match, for the most part, right? Yeah, no, I've I, 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 they're, yeah. they're consistent. Yeah, they're always like consistently a thumbs up. Yeah, you'd always say that it was probably a good match. If you didn't like a Orton Cena match, you liked it because you didn't want to see them wrestle in the first right. place. Not because it wasn't it was, because of the wrestling. Yeah, right. the in in-ring ring. will always be able to make it a good match. I agree. Although I will pick the Bellas to steal the show. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> you know what? I, and I'm going to also say Stardust, uh, Goldust versus the Usos. Because sometimes they just pull a match do, out, yeah. of, out of nowhere. Like, you're just like, whoa, where did all these crazy spots come? And, like, we pulled them out of the Cosmic Key. Yeah, it's tough because it's, yeah, a lot of it has to do with the definition of what stealing the what, show is. What is stealing? Like, I guess the powers that be probably have the most faith in Cena and, Am- or Cena and R- Randy Orton. And in that case... You could say that Seth and Ambrose are going right. to fucking steal the show then. Right. Because they're the young kids. It's going to be one of those two, and I'll give it to whichever one gets on top of the cell. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. John Cena from the top. He's dead. Uh, what do you guys think is going to main event? Sorry, what guy? What, what guys do you think is going to go on last? It John Cena. should be Rollins and Ambrose. What do you think it's going to be? Rollins and Ambrose. Okay. I think it's going to be John Cena because it's... Oh, winner of this gets a fucking title shot. I think if they do that, that match will get shit on even more than more, it already, already is, is going to be. Yeah. I think, that, I think even they're able to realize that. Yeah. As you much know as what? they like to have Cena be in that spot. And put their veterans out last kind of thing. Yeah, they're probably... It's going to be very yeah, much... Yeah, probably it's a safer move to put that on as like the thir- either the first match, the second, or sorry, the third last match, or somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Just so that, like, it doesn't kill the crowd. Because after the crowd sees Ambrose Rollins, some people might leave or just be checked out. That's the thing, yeah. People might walk out. Really? No, I wouldn't walk I out. Think, I think they there might would be, be mentally checked out. Maybe a few people would walk out. But if I paid mm. for a paper, yeah, I would. I would stay for both. I mean, this match is still who's going to face Lesnar next. The crowd might have no energy though for it. Yeah, if that one goes that on second, I could actually see them doing. And not that I think this is right, but if I had to guess, I could see them doing Ambrose Rain or Rollins first. That could happen too. Because they could get the crowd going, and you might want a lot of time in between your cell matches. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And that I don't think that's a bad spot for them. Like that I'd rather them be. Imagine but, if they started the pay per view with Ambrose Rollins, and it's just like from the get go, you're like, "Oh, I'm ready for a night of wrestling." Yeah, that's what uh, Chris Jericho always said. The second most ma- important match of the night is the first one. So. Yep. Yeah, you, you set the tone. And as a man who was in that match slot more than anyone in the history, I think. <laughs> he rightfully well should think that. Take that to the bank. Yeah. All right. Uh, we do have PWA this weekend. Boris could not record again, so didn't work out this week. 
So that's wah, okay. wah, wah. It's been a long time. We didn't do last month with him either. Wah, wah, wah. It's PWA Fright Night this Saturday at the Northgate Lines Recreational Center. It's the return of Tiger Singh, formerly or more commonly known as Jinder Mahal. And formerly. Don't hinder the gender. Don't hinder the gender. They, he's been hindered. He is now back here. He's back at home. He's so hindered, he's back in Canada. He is actually uh, will be taking on BVD for the PWA Heavyweight Championship. Someone got hurt, right? Yes, I believe so. He did also win. Uh, he beat Sheik Akbar Shabazz and the Ayatollah Anderson last week. In a handicap match? In Calgary. No, he was in a tag team with... Uh, Slayer. I don't remember his name. Drew Galloway. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, there is going to be, because it's the Halloween show. So if you dress up, there's some prizes for the best costume as picked by the crowd, I think, or maybe a panel. Those prizes are tickets to the Bears. A couple years Howler ago, I went to Fright Night. First. Nice, that's a solid prize. Last year, or no, I think it was two years ago for Fright Night, we took, like, Vic, me and Vic took a couple friends to it. There was one kid who was dressed as Bret Hart. His costume wasn't that good, but we just cheered till he won. We were just like, give it to Bret Hart. The Bret Hart kid deserves it the most. It's going to be a, a crowd. That's, that's Boris's son, by the way. What? The kid who won. That was Bret Hart. Oh, this is fixed. Yeah. This is all rigged. This is a fixed thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Boris's kid? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I was trying Does to Boris make you feel child? bad for calling him an idiot. I didn't call him an idiot. I said his costume wasn't very good. Oh, okay. Yes, he does, by the way. But anyways. Well, I bet you Boris's kid's going to have a better Halloween costume. Boris, send me a picture of your kid's Halloween costume. I want to see. That's really creepy. No, it's Sorry. not. I like Halloween. <laughs> all right. If you want tickets... Uh, they're $22 at the door, 15 for kids, as well as seniors. Hmm. The they seniors don't. live there, so. That's true. They, they so a lot of seniors walk in early. <laughs> and they get right, it's real to them, damn it. They get right into those shows. Oh. <laughs> when they come downstairs, this like, what is bingo? going on? <laughs> what happened to crib night? What's going on? This All isn't right. shuffleboard. Get a hot dog and a cola if you go. Oh, those hot Unbelievable. dogs. Unbelievable. That's great. I can't wait for that. Oh, we've moved too. on. We're now the hot dog. Oh, no. Kurt was telling us the hot dogs were good, right? Yeah. I like the hamburgers there. They're really good, too. I've never had a hamburger. Oh, it's a big old cheese Stick bun. Stick with those hot dogs there. Really? Dogs. I thought you had had so the hamburger. Oh, good. No. Uh, if you want more info, you can follow PWA on Twitter at PWA Wrestling CA. Wrestling. All right. We'll be. right. I'll be there. I don't know about you guys. PWA Wrestling Ka. Is it Saturday there. or Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. I will attempt to make no, it. No, they're going up against a WWE pay-per-view on Sunday. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> they got gender. They got, yeah, they got all the good stars. Point. Good point. Um, What is that? That's this Friday? Saturday. This Saturday. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's on Sunday this week? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right, so you might see us there if you do. Swing by. Say hello. I won't give you anything other than... A hello back. Maybe if that. You can get a hug with Warren. <laughs> get a photo with Warren. Sure. All right. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. <laughs> follow the show. Did I say at Satpod already? I'm no, gonna, I don't think okay. so. You can follow the show at Satpod. If you want to be like our good friend Ric Flair, 
Okay. <laughs> Randall just shakes me off, even sound though we need it for the end of the show as well. Shut the sound effects down. Uh, you can email Shut down. down. <laughs> just shake my head. No, nope, I'm not doing it. What's our email? Sadpod316 at yahoo.com. Indeed. Is it .ca? No, .com. Okay. Sadpod316 at yahoo.com. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have song requests, you want to we've take only us ever out gotten for one a of date. Anything you could use, email is a wonderful tool in 2014. <laughs> it's kind of dated in 2014, a little bit, but that's okay. You want to send me a Valentine's <laughs> Day card? You can in October, an e Valentine. Send me an e Halloween card, Sapphire 316. Uh, what are we going out to again? Brando, was your pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go to the new uh, Foo Fighters song, Something from Nothing. Called. Yeah, and it uh, it sounds a lot like uh, what's it? Holy uh, Diver. Yeah, Sabbath. Holy Diver. It's just that one riff, na, 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 which is okay. Yep. Well, they said the whole album is uh, very They're, tribute to yeah. what they grew up with, and very that's cool. There yeah. you go. Especially for a band like Foo at this point. Sure. All right, Scotty, take us home. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on gutting Norton. Woo! Here lies a city on fire